Welcome to Machine Embroidery with Kimberbell, where we share helpful tips, introduce exciting new products, and celebrate all things machine embroidery. I'm your host, Kim Christofferson, and I can't wait for you to experience the joy of creativity with us. Hello, everyone. Hello, 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 and welcome to What's New Wednesday as well as our podcast called Machine Embroidery with Kim Rebell. My name is Kim, and I am so happy to see you here today. Today is, wow, Wednesday, February 22nd. Where has the month gone? I said that about January, and then February really flew by. I can't believe we're almost into spring. Hopefully, maybe a little bit. Who do we have joining me today? It looks like I've got... Yvette from West Chicago, Illinois. Good morning, Don from Wisconsin and Cindy from Alaska. Hi, Renee from New York and Donna from Florida. Hi, uh, let's see, Don also from Florida. And Janine, where did you go, Janine? Well, hello, Janine, wherever you went, they're co you're coming in fast now. <laughs> hi, Chris from California and Heidi from Snohomish, Washington. Hi, Kathy from East Texas, Kathy from New Mexico and Cindy from Texas. Hi, uh, Rochelle from Virginia and Betty from Colorado. Oh, it's good to see all of you here today. We got some fun things to talk about. Don't forget that this What's New Wednesday is actually we're kind of a uh, we have a two-for-one kind of thing going on now because if you're watching What's New Wednesday on YouTube or Facebook, you can also listen to it um, as a podcast. But that podcast, of course, is called Machine Embroidery with Camber Bell. Um, you can find, of course, this video stream that you're seeing here on YouTube or Facebook, but if you want to just listen in on it, you know, you're busy, life is life is full, right? And maybe you don't have time to watch it. You may want to just listen to it on one of your favorite podcasting platforms, such as Apple or Spotify or any of those uh, ones that you prefer. So let's go ahead and get started. So what is new at Kimberbell? Oh my goodness. Well, we have some new background quilting uh, to share with you today. So I'm going to first share my screen with you so you know exactly where to find it. Um, we've got one in particular that I think you're going to like for all year long because it's very um, versatile. It's um, something that's more geometric. And so I'm excited to share that with you today. So if you go over to Kimberbell.com, click on products, and then you'll go down to background quilting. And there you're going to find um, a few categories, but one of them, look over to your right-hand side, it says it's the latest design. It's Geometric 4. <laughs> How exciting is that, right? Geometric 4. But wow, when I saw that pop up this morning, I was super excited about that because it, like I said, it's versatile. Um, I love a good geometric design anytime for all kinds of quilting projects. And you're going to get both a horizontal and a vertical um positioning of that design. Look at all the different sizes you get there from anywhere from a two by two up to an eight by 14 there. Very, very nice to add to your library. Now, speaking of background quilting, let me go to the home page again. 
So you can see where to find this. Of course, Oh So Delightful is out now in stores. And if you're looking for the optional background quilting designs to go with it, you can go to background quilting again. And this time, look at the top there. You've got um, different categories. I'm gonna click on by project. And the reason why I'm showing you this is because you have one week left to get a 20% discount on Oh So Delightful. So this is where I'm at right now going to click on there. You can certainly buy these as individual designs or if you'd like to get them all in one bundle and save 20%, just scroll down right here, right up until, let's see, I believe it's March 1st. Yes, introductory pricing through March 1st. That is the background quilting designs that we've all come to know and love. And boy, there are some cute ones in there. Not only, of course, for um, oh, so delightful, but anytime, anytime. And I'm seeing lots of people make stuff with that too. So that's pretty cool. All right. So um, another thing that's new in stores are digital dealer exclusives. Now, some of you have already been doing this for, for the February design, but it's not too late to get it. It's the So Lucky Pillow. This is pieced and... Um, then applique and also background quilting included in that little mini bench, bitch buddy, we call them. Um, you can find this through a shop that is participating in digital dealer exclusives. But like I said, March is just around the corner. I can't believe it. Next week is March. Crazy, right? And this bunny mug rug is going to hit the spot for you. It comes actually in two sizes. I've got one to show you here, and then I'm going to show you a picture. But that says, happy, happy Easter. And we've got the, the little leather bunny there, and we use some of our Kimberbell basics there. And isn't that just as sweet as could be? A mug rug. We love them, don't we? We love them to gift. We love them to make for ourselves. But boy, it's a fun project to do. Um, in a you know a single hooping you can piece you can quilt you can applique all of it all in one hooping turn it inside out and you've got a finished project people love them so it does come in two sizes let me show you real quick um, the two sizes it comes in right here so you can do that smaller one in a five by seven hoop and i believe the larger one is for an eight by twelve hoop so if you're looking to get that design again it's exclusive through shops um you can find it through going to our shop locator clicking on um the the um drop down menu that says digital dealer exclusives and no matter where you live in this big wide world you can participate even if you don't live near a shop doing it because these shops can actually do it host this virtually and offer these designs to you virtually which is awesome right okay so there we have a couple of things that's new um let's go ahead and do a little bit of sew and tell with kimberbell to see what you guys are making <laughs> All righty, here we go. We've got a few uh, few ones that are definitely popping up all over the place, which is really fun to see because there are newest products. It's kind of fun. But one in particular, Robin, wow, 
you are fast, my friend. She says, finished with the oh-so-delightful quilt. This was such a satisfying make. Almost finished with the running on empty mini quilt, too. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So cute, Robin. Congratulations, girl. You just went right after it and got it done, and it looks amazing. Look at her up-close pictures here. Oh, so cute. I love that tomato pincushion. Did you know? Let's go back to that for a minute. That's velveteen in there. Oh my gosh, velveteen pincushion, really? So cute. Okay, and then of course we used our vintage flora fabric there in the in this quilt, but it certainly is the, the one that shines here in the sewing machine. I love that, life is so good. It looks like she uh, cross-stitched that, but nope, with the push of a button and her handy dandy embroidery machine, it looks just amazing, doesn't it? And then so happy there. Of course, you can see the background quilting um, designs in there too. Thank you for taking those up close pictures. It's so fun to see. Great job. If you're looking for this project, it is in stores now. This is what you're looking for. It is a book and CD combo set. It's got eight projects in it, including, of course, the main quilts that you saw there, and then um, some extra bonus projects too. So really fun stuff. I cannot wait to finish mine. It's in the process. And when it's done, I am putting it up on this dark gray wall. I cannot wait to, to see it up there. So there you have it. Find a shop online or in person that is selling oh so delightful. All right. Of course, I can't go a week lately without showing you the pretty and posh zipper pouches that you guys are, are coming up with. The, the, the fabric combinations are phenomenal, aren't they? Do you get inspired like I do every time you see a new fabric combo for pretty and posh? It's amazing. And this one I loved because, of course, we just had the Super Bowl. So Debbie said, use pretty and posh to get ready for the big game. Love how quick and easy this was to make. And she did it with Kansas City Chiefs fabric. Debbie, my congratulations to you for, for your team winning the bowl. That's pretty awesome. And what a cute pouch to celebrate. Let's see. Shirley, look at this one. She said, she, she says they're fun to do. She can't wait to make more. And of course, the aqua and orange. You're speaking my language there, Shirley. That are the that is the Kimberbell colors. I love them. And boy, it looks beautiful in your pouch. Debbie, speaking of speaking my language. <laughs> Again, an orange and blue, but a little bit more burnt orange and deeper blue. And oh, it's gorgeous, isn't it? Love the florals in there. Love all of it. Love the, the lavender that you have in the other one. Beautiful fabric combinations there, Debbie. Okay, we've got Cheryl here. She says this is her latest pretty and posh bag. She loves the color combination, and I do too, Cheryl. Fantastic. She used a variegated thread to make an initial on it. I thought that was a brilliant idea. She thinks solid would have looked better on that thread, but no, Cheryl, I think you hit it spot on. I think it's beautiful, and what a great way to personalize that bag. All right, Lynn, she says this was her first try at the Rosalind from 
pretty and posh. Of course, we named our um, pouches after names of women. And so this is the Rosalind and doesn't it look gorgeous in that blue? You guys, I can't get enough of these fabric combos. Jerry, she says, my first pretty and posh bag, loving the fabric she chose. It was sitting in her stash for a while. You bring up a good point, Jerry. You know, so many of us have these fabric stashes. This really does, it takes minimal amounts of fabric and boy, the color combinations you can do fabric combinations are phenomenal. Way to go, Jerry. It looks stunning. All right. Of course, if you're looking for this, this is the what it looks like online and in stores. Pretty and Posh Zipper Pouches. There are four different styles of the bags, each in three sizes. And boy, you guys are knocking it out of the park by showing what you're making with those. All right, let's see what else you're making. Okay, Kathy, she says this is a gift uh, for her friend's birthday. Well, what a nice friend you are, Kathy. Just beautiful. Um, this is a table runner. This actually came from Cuties Volume 2. But as you know, our cuties are um, in a square shape. It's a 22 by 22 inch shape. I love, Kathy, how you were showing that you took those same blocks but made it into an elongated table runner by putting, you know, three in a row um, and then putting the bunny at each end. And don't you love her pink and, and pastel plaid fabric? Oh, that just made me smile. Your friend is going to be so happy to receive that. Way to go. If you're looking for that design set, of course, that comes from Cuties Volume 2. All right, let's take a look at... My friend Debbie, she says, absolutely love my clear blue tiles. Thank you, Kimberbell. Just finished quilting this lap quilt. It's 49 by 69. She did 30 hoopings with the swirl design. Wow, but you got it done. It looks beautiful. And she loves that she could create this from start to finish. Let's take a closer look at Debbie's there. It looks like, yep, she used that swirl design. And aren't those cute fabrics? Ooh. I love that, Debbie. And what a fun way to finish a project, like you said, from start to finish on your home embroidery machine. Speaking of someone who did the same thing, look at this, Joyce. She says, I was finally able to use my clear blue tiles today. OMG, where have these been? I did the tip that Kim showed a little while back of quilting on a fat quarter and cutting it to what you want. I made tortilla warmers. She loves her CBTs. She'll be using them more. You are so welcome, Joyce, for that idea. You know, it goes to show that it really can be used for anything, quilts, pillows, table runners, and yes, even tortilla warmers. And look how cute that fabric is. Mm. I love her, the designs that she chose. She chose a loops one for this one. You see it in kind of a red thread, it looks like. And then this one is a little bit... Um, more distinct because it has a white thread on top, but both are just equally as beautiful. And she finished it with clear blue tiles. This is what you're looking for online and in stores. Uh, they sell this pretty awesome. You know, you bring up a, a fun, funny little thing there, Debbie, because I did, oh gosh, maybe a month or so ago on What's New Wednesday, I did talk about how to take just a fat quarter of fabric and quilt it and then turn it into something else. So as you saw there, she turned it into these tortilla warmers. So I got to thinking, I was very inspired by you. And I was thinking about, you know, I, I need a little spring in my life. <laughs> 
because if you saw outside my window right now, it is just snowing like crazy. We have, we are knee deep in snow. Okay. So I'm feeling a little springy right now or wanting to at least think spring. And so I remembered based on, you know, those tortilla warmers, like, oh, you know, I do want to do a project with some really fun spring slash Easter designs with clear blue tiles. And we have these beautiful fabrics. I'm going to show you what I've been working with here. Ooh, look at all that yumminess right there. Spring colors galore. I got it going on here um, in my sewing room. And I've been dying to make something with some of these spring and Easter background quilting designs that we have on, on Kimberbell right now. So I wanna show you what I did um, actually just this morning because I, I'm going to give you a challenge and we'll do the challenge at the very end. But look at this, here I took don't you love the, the limey green fabric there? And that is one of the Easter designs. And you can see there's florals and cute little Easter eggs and the carrots. Are you kidding me? So darling. And I just quilted all over a fat quarter of fabric. Okay. So that's one of the designs I put together. Then I couldn't decide because there's so many cute spring and Easter background quilting designs going on right now, you guys. And so I did another one with a solid pink fabric of Kimberbells. And look at those cute little bunny bums. Are <laughs> oh my goodness, darling, right? So many fun things that are possible to do with this. But what am I going to do? We'll talk about it at the end of the show because it also has to do with a fun little giveaway of some of those fabrics that I showed earlier. All right. So with me, stay with me because it's going to be a, a fun little uh, giveaway, shall I say. All right, guys. Um, I have to tell you about something that happened this weekend. And actually, I'm telling you this because I also want your input, okay? So get ready to type your thoughts here as I share this little story of something that happened this weekend. Okay, so I my youngest son is in high school. He's actually a senior. And, um, you know, he's he's seen me embroidering for years. No big deal, right? Well, suddenly, you know, he's starting to go, now, now Mom, how did you do that? How did you do that? So this last Friday, the kids didn't have school. It was the end of the try. And so Thursday night, we had a bunch of boys over here at the house, junior and seniors in high school, okay? And they're, they decided to come into my sewing room and, well, let me back up. They decide that it would be really cool to learn how to embroider. Okay, you see where this is going, right? We're talking 16, 17, 18-year-old boys. And they've seen the stuff, the projects that I've had. They've, they've seen machine embroidery on hats or, you know, shirts or whatever. But now they're all of a sudden going, you, you did that? Like, you can do that on that machine? Mm -hmm. So they went to the store and they found a bunch of hoodies. Okay. And they said, we want to put something on these hoodies. <laughs> Deborah says, oh, that's wonderful. I know you guys see where this is going. This is like a total proud mom moment. Let me tell you. So because they didn't have school the next day, Thursday night, there was about four of them. I, I think I've put a picture up here and let me, let me show you so 
to give you the whole uh, context here. Oh, here we go. Okay. So there's four of them who are like now into machine embroidery. This is Thursday night. <laughs> Look at them looking at that machine go, right? And they're thinking this is the coolest thing ever. And, you know, I'm now a cool mom because I machine embroider. <laughs> All right. So they're Thursday night, they start this and they're like looking for designs and stuff. And they're there. I showed them some fonts I had. And so they're making up like their own words and phrases and different things to put on these hoodies. And um, what was cool, though, is Thursday night, there was four of them. One of them didn't finish Thursday night. So he comes back over Friday morning. Remember, they didn't have school. Comes back over Friday morning. By Friday night and Saturday, I think it was three days. Yeah. We had six, six boys over here at the house, all bringing more and more t-shirts and hoodies. They, they love to go to thrift stores and find this kind of thing too. And so they come over and they, all of a sudden, these kids, are learning how to hoop. They're learning about stabilizer. I'm hearing words like wash away topping. I mean, words I would have never thought would come out of these kids' mouths, right? Um, they're centering designs. And let me tell you, my mama heart was so proud. You know, here they are in my sewing room and they're on one hand, they're all watching um, the NBA all-star game on TV um, in, in my room on their computer. And then they're also embroidering. So they're, you know, they're going back and forth between the, the game and talking about, you know, this and that and the other. And then they're also saying things like, dog, dog, did you... I could watch this for hours. <laughs> and then they're watching the machine do its thing, right? Or I would overhear things like, bro, bro, this is so tough. Okay, so just before you think that tough means difficult, <laughs> that's the new language these days with these kids. You, if you've got teenagers in your life, you know that tough actually means cool. So when he says, bro, this is so tough, it means, bro, this is so cool. <laughs> I just thought that was the funniest thing, right? So it just made me so happy. Anyway, I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know if they're going to keep, you know, their love of nail machine embroidery or not. But the point is that they were fascinated by the process. And they loved watching it from beginning to end on this machine. And now they're like, oh, tell us more about what you do. <laughs> now all of a sudden they're interested in my business, right? Tell us more about what you do. And oh, and, and you, like if we drew something, we could digitize it and then we could put it on these shirts and stuff. It's kind of cool. All right. So here's my question to you um, out there who are listening to this. Type in the comments what it got me thinking, like, what is it that we can do to provide experiences similar to this, maybe a little different, to get our young people, who I'm feeling old these days, but a new generation, shall I say, to actually love or want to learn more about sewing, quilting, machine embroidery. What do you guys think? What could we do? Teresa, <laughs> she says, take them on a tour of Camberbell. Actually, it's funny you should say that, Teresa, because 
I did say that. I'm like, well, if you want, I could take you over to Kimberbell and show you what we do there. And, and they were like all game for it, you guys. I don't know. It's pretty cool, right? Um, Michelle says a kids club would be awesome. Yeah. What kind of role could you guys play in making something like this happen, right? Maybe it's even within just, just your own uh, own community. Maybe it's, you know, online. I don't know. But like, there's something so important, right? Or is there? You tell me. Is it important to teach these younger kids how to do these kinds of things? We all know that, uh, you know, um, uh, facts classes in school, facts standing for family and consumer science classes. Some of us might know it as home ec. It's not as common anymore in the school system, is it? But um, we can still we can still make it happen even within our own homes. Okay, let me see what you guys are saying. Uh, where did you go? Denise, she says, my four-year-old grandsons wanted to see what a machine could do. They sat on my lap and picked a design, picked the colors, pushed the buttons. They were so proud of what they did. I hope to keep that going for them and their five-year-old brother too. Yep. Couldn't agree more, Denise. Sometimes it's just about having them sit on your lap and boy, it would be a whole lot easier. It's kind of like cooking in the kitchen, right? With kids. It would be easier just to do our thing, but when you can involve them in the process, it's so much better for everyone. Tammy, she says, might be a great activity for a birthday party to introduce kids to. I love that idea, Tammy. Absolutely. You could get, you know, really cheapo t-shirts and have them bring, in, bring them over. Um, that's kind of fun. I like that. Cindy, you're so funny. She says, I want to be your child on take your child to work day. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I, you know, I don't know. Like, like I said, maybe this sparks a, a creative spirit in them. Maybe for even a short time, I'll take it no matter what, right? Um, when I ask, is it important? Kathy says, yes, absolutely. It's important. And I couldn't agree with you more. For sure. Um, Patty says, reach out to the scouts. Not a bad idea. I like that. Um, yeah, Florence agreed. Otherwise, it will be a lost art. We need this future generation. And isn't it good for their souls too? I mean, we know what it does for us when we experience the joy of creativity, right? We know what it does for us. But Let's give that experience to our kids, our grandkids, our teens, um, to even our friends and coworkers. Um, it's never too late to, to learn something new and have this kind of fun experience, right? And something that really does something for our souls. Do we have any home ec teachers out there that, that want to weigh in? I would love to hear from your perspective too. Um, let's see. T Grove says, make an arrangement with a home economics class to bring in an embroidery machine for a demo. Yeah, that's a great idea. I don't think, I mean, at least when I was in home ec and at least when um, even my kids were in home ec in high school and such, um, there wasn't an embroidery machine available. But what I want to share with um, kids these days is that having an, an embroidery machine 
company or a love for machine embroidery, even if you don't have your own company, if you have a love for it, there's so much more involved than just stitching all the projects. I mean, they might be very, um, you know, art, artsy, so they could draw designs. They could be very um, more, you know, love the computer and want to learn how to digitize. That is an amazing skill set for someone to have. Um, and so, or maybe they like taking pictures or they like, they like writing. And so writing instruction, I mean, there's so many things involved with machine embroidery beyond just the project itself, right? Um, Florence says, you're giving me ideas. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. We're all helping each other, right? This is a good topic uh, for us to discuss. Kathy says, <clears throat> groups like Junior Achievement, Boys and Girls Club, 4-H might be a place to get this going. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Um, okay. Rita, she says, demonstrate the embroidery in action and show them some finished projects. Yeah. I, I often say this um, to to shop owners when I'm, I'm talking to shop owners about embroidery and such, and that is people don't know what they don't know, right? And so if we're thinking about, you know, like Rita saying there, show them what it can do. Absolutely. When I show these boys, like, look, you could do this on a machine, this on a machine, this on a machine, their minds were just like reeling, like, are you kidding me? You can really do that? And the fun thing is to show them that they can and that they actually can do it. Oh my gosh, I love the discussion that's going on in here. Deborah, my friend, she says, get more embroidery machines in the schools. Boy, I'd love to see that happen. You never know. We can make that happen, right? Um, okay, I love this. JC says, could ask experienced sewer to virtual mentor. So if you do a club, they have someone they can reach out for help. I love that. Even virtual mentoring. Absolutely great idea. Um, okay, Deborah, she says, I have a charity and a 13-year-old volunteered last week to make NICU quilts and she did a great job and I encourage any young person to come and volunteer. Oh, yes. You know, there's so many charities like Deborah's, like, you know, so many in your community that are looking for donated blankets the, and all kinds of items, right? Um, embroider something, personalize something, show kids that, you know, the part, part of what brings us joy is making things for others and then have them donate it to charities. I absolutely love that. Okay, you guys, you're, have, you're having the best ideas. Thank you for all these comments. I just want to keep reading through. I'm going to pour through all of them after the show today. And I hope you will too, because they're great, great recommendations and comments. Michelle says, I've given away sewing machine, uh, sewing lessons at silent auctions. I love that, Michelle. So fun to teach littles how to sew. We also have some homeschool kids at church that we are working with once a month at our quilt day. Bravo. I love that idea. What a um, what a lesson that is for all of us. Thank you, everyone, for sharing. There are so many great ideas. Like I said, please go through all the comments afterwards because um, this is really inspiring to me. I hope it was for you, too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Wish I could read them all day, right? All right. Um, okay. Another thing that I thought would be fun to share with you today is that... Um, 
last week, you may have seen when, where I interviewed three of our, the members of our um, creative marketing team, um, Jamie, Jasmine, and Jenny. The Jays, remember them? If you didn't see that episode, I invite you to go back and watch it or listen to it because it was really fun. It was really fun to hear from them, see their personalities, right? And to see more about behind the scenes at Kimberbell. And one of the things that really struck a lot of people was Jenny's story about her, her writing the musical, quote unquote musical, for Clear Blue Tiles. Now, when we launched Clear Blue Tiles two years ago, um, she was in the grocery aisle. You, you got to go back and listen to the whole story. But she was in the grocery aisle and or grocery store and in the produce aisle. And she um, had this little jingle come to mind. So last week, I actually showed what that musical looked like. When I was looking for that musical to show you, I came across <laughs> I came across a blooper reel. Okay, I have to show you the blooper reel because you probably saw last week. And so this week I want to show you the blooper reel and more behind the scenes that came from that musical just because it's fun. So let me, without further ado, share with you the blooper reel. If you didn't, um, if you haven't seen it yet already on social media, here you go. Um, take a look at what happened behind the scenes of the musical for clear blue tiles. Shot one. <laughs> Tell me what's going on today. Well, what's going on is we're experiencing the joy of creativity <laughs> in song and dance and full-on silly. Good offer, good offer, good offer. Let's do it again. Without... I'm now here. This is where I am. Again. Every other, or do you want this? Come in closer, come in closer. Yes. I did yes. shower. And then push. Done. Yeah. This is highly specialized equipment made specifically for the design. That's moving on its own. Let's go. Life. This is the life. Push me around all the time, Trina. Faster, faster. Good. I hope that brought a smile to your face today because it sure did mine. I, I had a laugh at, at um, Andrew's like, yeah, we use really expensive equipment and he's on this rolling cart in the warehouse. That was we, we go all the way, right? Um, and then Jenny and her shopping cart being pushed along. Um, what a great, what a great bunch of people. Oh my gosh. I know you love them too. <laughs> yeah. Ryan says, we don't have any fun at Kimberbell. No, not, not at all. <laughs> there we go. All right. Again, if you did, if you missed that last, last week, please go and check that out. Cause it, it was pretty fun. All right, folks, we are almost done for today. Can you believe that? Um, next week, I have a lot more to show you of brand new themes. But until then, I've got a challenge for you. Okay. Earlier 
um, in this episode, I talked about how I quilted some background Easter and spring designs found at Kimberbell.com on some fat quarters, right? Oh, again, don't you love that springy green fabric there? And then I did some little bunnies silhouettes um, on this one. And uh, I thought, what? Now I, I, I've got my quilted piece of fabric. I've got my quilted panel, so to speak. What am I going to do with it now? So here is how you can win a bundle of all these fat quarters that I did with the, these fabrics. I've put them together. These are Kimberbell solids and they are yummy. Oh my gosh. And they just scream spring, don't they? Oh, I love that grassy green there and the pink, the soft pink, the soft oranges there. All, all kinds of colors. We've got some gray, some yellows. It just made me think spring because like I said, there's a lot of snow going on out there. So I want two of you to win that. But this is what you're going to do to possibly win. I want you to put me to the test. So let me pull this up. It's giveaway time, my friends. This is the question you're gonna answer in the comments section of this video. Put Kim to the test. What should I make with these quilted spring panels? Just put in, put that in there and then you could win, a two people are gonna win a dozen of these pretty things, bundles of happiness <laughs> right there. Tell me because this week I'm, I'm gonna take on your challenge. I'm gonna read through your comments and I want you to tell me your ideas of what I should make with these panels. And then next week, I will, I will report. I will show you what I made based on your comments, what I made with these panels. I'm sure you have a whole lot of ideas. I was trying to think of some ideas. I've, I've got a few ideas in mind, but I really want to hear from you. So if you were to do something like this, especially if you had these beautiful fabrics, right? What is something you would make with a quilted piece of fabric? Um, I'm going to go through the Kimberbell website after I'm done here and find even more designs because I remember this pile here, this, all these fabrics. Yeah, I've got some to, to go through and I cannot wait to share next week what I end up doing. Okay. What are you saying here? Robin is saying, where did you, no, Tamara is saying placemats. Yes, I could do placemats. Um, Jan is saying an Easter basket. Hmm, I like that idea. Oh, lots of you are saying Easter baskets. Uh, Melissa is saying a rag quilt. Ooh, ooh, okay, you're onto something there. I like that idea. Um, let's see. Hmm. Marianne is saying take two panels and make a pillow and an Easter spring table runner. I like it. Okay, what else you got going? You guys have so many good ideas. Tracy says, make some love knot baskets. Oh yeah, the loves me knot baskets down at Kimberbell. They only take two fat quarters. You're absolutely right. Hmm. Okay, you got me thinking. Uh, ooh, oh, that's sweet. Uh, Dick and Dee says, bibs for baby's Easter dinner. Oh, how cute. All right, all right. 
Patricia says a giant stuffed bunny. Oh my goodness. Okay, you guys have got me thinking now. <sighs> the race is on. <laughs> I gotta get this done this week. I probably won't say how many I'll do. <laughs> I don't, don't want to overcommit, but I will try to do as many as I can with these fat quarters and a whole lot of spring Easter designs. And then, like I said, I'll show you next Wednesday on What's New Wednesday, or if you're listening to the podcast, tune in to that as I talk about um, machine embroidery with Kimberbell. All right, you guys are giving me all kinds of ideas. I'm going to read through every single one of them and we'll see what I come up with for next week. And hopefully the goal is to inspire you to also make these things, right? With your fabric stash or these beautiful fabrics, solids from Kimberbell. Of course, you can find all of the Kimberbell solids at your favorite quote shop. Anyone who carries Kimberbell fabric will have them. So there you have it. All right, everyone. I think that's the end of our show. Thank you for joining me today. I just want to remind you that if you are listening to this um, as a podcast, um, to go ahead and uh, like and subscribe to the podcast as well. That way you'll never miss an episode. You can find uh, how to like it and subscribe to it on uh, you know the platforms like Apple, uh, like Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast platforms. And while you're there, I have a big favor to ask too. Would you be so kind to also possibly leave a review of this show? That just really helps us out. It helps us to reach more people. And it certainly helps us know that we're on the right track and doing the right things. So if you wouldn't mind leaving a review, we would sure appreciate it while you're there. Um, if you want to watch this, of course, you can always see the video stream on YouTube or Facebook. So there you have it. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining me today. It was, sure was a whole lot of fun to be with you. Thanks for all your input, too, on my question on how to get a, a, a rising generation, a, a new generation of embroiderers out there. Um, you, you've got some good ideas, and I hope that we're all inspired by it. Until I see you next week, keep creating, keep doing your what you love, and, of course, keep enjoying or experiencing, I should get that right, experiencing the joy of creativity. Bye-bye.